Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo, and today I want to dive into what it means to go deeper with God. I don't know if you guys have seen this trend on social media where they show a picture of someone basically before they knew God, and then they show a picture of themselves after they really got to know God. And I have yet to jump on this trend, but I do love seeing these pictures of people before and after because there's something intangible in the picture, something you can't really put a name on it. It's like their joy is multiplied in the picture. And you can also just see in their eyes that they have faced some pain in their life, but there is also so much joy and freedom. And I was thinking about what life used to be like for me before I really knew God. And I knew of Jesus and believed in him for most of my life. And I do believe I was saved at a young age. But there was a point where I started to really go deeper with the Lord. And that happened really within the last six years of my life. And before I went deeper with God, my life looked a lot like volunteering for everything I could at church to earn God's love and to earn the favor of people. It looked like sticking to a very strict Bible reading plan. It looked like talking about my spiritual accomplishments in front of others. Um, It looked like really looking to my body image to satisfy me, and it became my identity. Um, At a younger point in my life, it was putting athletics at too high of a place in my mind. It was on a pedestal. Um, And thinking that you know, I would find ultimate fulfillment in my life becoming a wife or becoming a mom or reaching a career goal or something like that. So what did it take for me to go deeper with God and how did he peel away those layers? I call it the layers of an onion um, because I've watched him do that over the years, peel back those layers And it all began really with an unraveling of my expectations of what I thought would fulfill me in life. A lot of it was his grace in taking things away from me that were very important to me um, in order to make space in my heart for him. I put um, this Elizabeth Elliot quote in my book, Quieted by His Love, and I wanted to share it with you guys because it really captures my heart here and what I mean by God peeling away these layers. It says, I have been praying for something I wanted very badly. It seemed a good thing to have. I think it would make life even more pleasant than it is and would not in any way hinder my work. God did not give it to me. Why? I do not know all of his reasons. Of course, the God of the orchestrated, the God who orchestrated the universe has a good many things to consider that have not occurred to me, and it is well, and I leave them to him. But one thing I do understand, he offers me holiness at the price of relinquishing my own will. Do you honestly want to know me? He asks. I answer yes. Then do what I say, he replies. Do it when you understand it. Do it when you don't understand it. Take what I give you. Be willing not to have what I do not give you. The very relinquishment of this thing that you do so urgently desire is a true demonstration of the sincerity of your lifelong prayer. Thy will be done. So instead of hammering on heaven's door 
for something which it is now quite clear God does not want me to have, I make my desire and my offering. The longed-for thing is material for sacrifice. Here, Lord, it's yours. He will, I believe, accept the offering. He will transform it into something redemptive. He may perhaps give it back, as he did Isaac to Abraham, but he will know that I fully intend to obey him. Please don't hear me say here that um, you need to give up on your prayers, things you've been praying for for a long time. That's not at all what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that God loves you too much to leave you in old ways or in old dreams, dreams of comfort and dreams of complacency. He would rather strip those things away to make room for a deeper relationship with him. Think about what you've lost in the last few years. What was precious to you that you lost, had to say goodbye to, or it never happened? What feels disappointing in your life? What did you think you would have at this point, and you don't have it yet? I want to encourage you that God does care about your dreams. God does love you deeply and want to give you good gifts. He is the giver of good gifts. Every good and perfect gift is from him. But some gifts, he knows, are not going to draw you closer to him, but draw you away from him. And he, and only he, has the discernment over that. And once you desire the depth of relationship with him above anything else, that's when you can let go of those things and make room for the greatest love story that has ever been told. It's not that God will never allow those things to happen, in your life, it's still possible God will make it happen in your life. It's still possible that you will get that thing you've been praying for. And it's good and right to hope that God has good ahead for you. But we can also allow God to transform our dreams to become more of his dreams and his will for our life. The sooner we get on the same page with God, that's where true depth of relationship flows. And another thing I want to say here that really led me into a deeper relationship with the Lord, and I believe will lead you into a deeper relationship with Him, is this. Relationships grow from intimacy, and intimacy comes from being vulnerable with someone else. Think about some of the deepest relationships you have. Are those the people you are most real with? The people who you can just look at across the room and know how they're feeling, or they can look at you across the room and know how you're feeling. Those are the real kind of friends, right? Or how about the friends you call when you're crying and sobbing and having the worst day ever? Or the friend you call when you feel yourself heading into a panic attack? Those are the people who have seen the worst of you and the worst of what you're going through and they still love you anyway. Those are the people you would consider your closest people, right? Now I want you to think about God. Are you that vulnerable with him? Do you really tell him how you feel about things? Or do you, like I often did in, in those early days before I knew him, I told him only surface answers or rehearsed prayers or the right Christian thing to say. I remember feeling really convicted one night. I was sitting with my prayer journal and I had just read what I wrote in there and it was so general it was like God please bless my family or God watch over me and I'm not saying these things are wrong to say um, but 
they're not specific. They're not deep. They're not how I'm really feeling. It's, it's just I'm writing words down on a paper that don't mean anything. And I realized in that moment that I wasn't really telling God how I felt about things. I wasn't being vulnerable with him. And coming to that realization led me into a deeper prayer life. And now when I write in my prayer journals, I go deeper with him. And I I really write down how I'm feeling. And I think for me, it's always been like a fear of like, what if someone finds the journal or something (laughs) or the prayers? Um, But you know what? I, I believe that God protects those things and you know you can always write in a prayer journal and burn it if you want to (laughs) it's more about just expressing that moment of intimacy with him right then and there um and I think that he honors that I think he wants to hear our real heart I was talking with a friend this week about the psalms and how David's heart was so apparent in his writing and he had emotional swings like he went through depressive times and he went through extreme joy times and a lot of times his psalms ended in joy and hope they started out with the darkness he was feeling and they he reinforced the joy and the hope later in the psalm and I respect that about David and I I admire that and I try to do that in my own prayer life too because I don't think I get anywhere with the Lord if I'm not upfront with him about how I'm really feeling about things and I don't know if you're like me, but I go about my life a lot of times not telling people how I really feel because I don't want them to be hurt or, you know, I don't want to damage the relationship. So a lot of times I hide how I feel about things and it's not, I'm not saying that's good. I've been working on that. Um, But I do think that we need to be different with God. We need to be fully transparent with him. We need to let him into that, those dark places of our hearts Because once we let him in there, then we can experience that intimate, deep relationship that we long for with him. We want that that intimacy with him. And the only way to get there is to first start by opening up. So I hope this was encouraging to you today, friend. I know that in the past six years, as I've gone deeper with God, it's been some of the best years of my life because I have felt so fulfilled and so held and so seen by him. Um, And I'm just praying that you will feel the same. So let me close this in prayer today, friend. Jesus, I come before you with a humble heart. Lord, um, I pray for the listener on the other side of this podcast. I know that they desire a deep and intimate relationship with you, and they desire to know you on that deep level, Lord, when maybe their life is filled with surface relationships Um, they want something different with you, God. And I just pray that if that is the person listening, that they would be able to be transparent with you in prayer, Lord, that they would be able to have vulnerability in their prayers and that um, they would be able to see that you are the one that is the giver of good gifts, Lord, and sometimes you take things away. And you always have a reason for that. You always have a purpose and A lot of times the reason for that is you want to draw us closer to you and you want us to leave behind the things of this world and the false identities that we have placed ourselves in. I pray that as you strip those things away that we will just cling even closer to you and that um, it will bring a sense of purpose in our lives. I thank you for all of this in your name. Amen.
All right, friends, I'm going to put a link for my book, Quieted by His Love. If you haven't um, purchased that yet, that quote I read today was from that book. Um, that is really my, that book is my heartbeat. It's, it's a very personal book. It's a devotional, um, but it's a personal book on things I've struggled with and walked through the Lord with and how he has quieted me with his love and how that has transformed my heart. Um, so I'll put the link for that below on Amazon. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week um, and I will see you next time.